Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. Our guest today is Max Armstrong. He is general manager at Learn Brands. We're going to talk to him about the work they do with helping brands get known in the industry, particularly you know, on the retail side. I think this is a fascinating kind of area that we're in in cannabis of kind of having this retail side, the brand side, it's all kind of getting worked out. I think at some level in the cannabis space, for so long we've been focused on essentially who has the most THC and we're starting to get a little more nuanced and a little bit more specific around different brands that offer different qualities, different attributes, and uh, really helping kind of consumers find the right products and and brands that they they should be working with, they should be consuming. And uh, obviously a key part of that is understanding the dispensary process and the bud tenders and how all that works. And uh, really kind of figuring out how do we drive brand recognition, brand understanding, brand loyalty, ultimately, for the space in cannabis. So I'm excited to have this conversation. I'm excited to see kind of where where the market is, what Learn Brands is doing to help facilitate that process, and ultimately helping consumers get the products they want and need. With that, Max, welcome to the program. Hey, Bruce. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Excited to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. 
So before we kind of dive into Learn Brands and what you're doing here, give us a little bit of your background. How how did you get into the space? How did you get into cannabis? Give us the story. Yeah, it's the the classic story about it's who you know, right? Yeah. And <laughs> my background was in the outdoor industry. I was doing public relations for a number of brands, including Icelandic and Under Armour. And sure. during that time, I had a, a friend who was working with Wana. And his specific role with the company was focused around building education content designed to help bud tenders more effectively sell their products. And he introduced me to the founders of Learn Brands who are building a platform that would educate the bud tender about the products that they're selling and incentivizing that training with samples. So naturally, I was quick to jump at the opportunity because I had seen this model work in the outdoor space. And I was truly excited to be part of building something that could make a ton of impact on an emerging industry. I was the first employee of Learn Brands, and I've been mm-hmm. running the company for the past three years. Yeah. And and so why, like, what was interesting about this? I mean, what, what did you see in terms of the market or the opportunity or what Learn Brand was doing, like that really kind of intrigued you to, you know, to come on board and, and take the reins? Yeah, absolutely. What was intriguing about this opportunity was the power of the influencer. And we've seen this in the outdoor space. And, um, you know, there's professional skiers and, you know, whatever it might be. And when they're wearing a ski jacket, say it's North Face, they're going to be much more likely to recommend that product if they're using it themselves. And those other people that are watching these professionals are going to want to see, you know, I'm actually going to be wearing that jacket as well. So I saw a very similar opportunity to the cannabis industry where bud tenders are this influencer and the products that they are going to be recommending is what the consumer is going to buy. It's actually a statistic out there is that 90% of the product that the bud tender recommends is what the consumer actually purchases. So that's where I really saw the opportunity here. Yeah. Yeah. It seems I'm I'm curious to take, uh, understand the the differences you see because in, in, you know, sportswear, you know, outdoors gear kind of stuff, you know, there's so much advertising publicity. I mean, you see the races, you see them, you know, it's televised, it's in the Olympics, right? Like you, there's, there's so much media driving this awareness. Uh, but in cannabis, you know, we have all these restrictions. You can't advertise, you know, you know, television kind of stuff is somewhat limited, right? Like there's, there isn't this kind of general media push on these things, which my sense is then it just pushes a lot more stuff onto the bud tender. Like, how did it change, you know, looking at that dynamic, how is that different from you from the outdoor space to the cannabis world? Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, the outdoor space, they can do whatever they want with marketing and, yeah. um, yeah. and in cannabis, the bud tender really is our gatekeeper. I mean, that's why we emphasize so much about the influence that they have. And that's why this model with Laren Brands is specifically tailored around the bud tender as our core audience. So, you know, we can empower them to be our salespeople and we need to give them the right information to effectively push this product. And that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And how do you relate? Because there are a couple of key kind of stakeholders in this process that I could see. There's obviously the brand, you know, the company making the product. There's the bun tender. There's the dispensary owner. Like how, what's your relationship with each one of these people and how do you kind of navigate their interests and potentially unaligned interests? Right. Yeah, you're exactly right there. So we're going to see three different parties that we're really focused on, the brand, the retailer, and the bud tender. And from a brand's perspective, it is in their best interest to have as many bud tenders and retailers signed on to learn brands because that then they're able to push their education to more people um, and facilitate sampling and gather more feedback, all that kind of stuff. So from a brand perspective, we are working with them to build and develop their education 
using whatever assets they have, whether it's a mom and pop or a fully established brands with you know a full marketing team and ton of access to resources, we're able to guide and consult how best to educate the bud tenders since we're very versed in this space working with hundreds of brands. And then from the retailer perspective, they're all about content. They're going to want to sign on to learn brands because they want the ability to educate on every single product stolen in their source. So the retailer is going to sign on, sign on when we have more content. And then the bud tender can leverage learn brands to improve their own career. Really, one benefit to them is that they do get samples. They are incentivized to take our training. So it's fun to work in the industry and get products. So it's a benefit to being in the industry, but their accounts stay with them throughout the entirety of their career. And what that does for them is they're able to get certifications. They're able to track the brands that they've learned about, that they've tried. And whether they're doing RVT training or general education, they're going to have all this documented. And then they're going to be able to go to their employer and say, look what I've done. Here's the education I facilitated. You know, if they move to a different position, promote me hire me, whatever it might be. So your primary relationship is with the bud tender. And if they switch dispensaries, they take all of their stuff with them to the new job. Absolutely. Yep. And how, I guess, how did you, how did you land on the bud tender versus the dispensary, you know, providing more of a sort of a dispensary centric model versus a bud tender specific model? Yeah, I would say it's, it's centric for both in a way, because the dispensary does have the ability to curate the catalog for the bud tender. So okay. if you're any given dispensary, they are going to be able to pick out all the courses available to that market. And that is what the bud tender is going to have access to. They're actually going to sign up and choose which dispensary they work for. Or if they're okay. not affiliated, they don't have to actually choose a specific company. Mm-hmm. And their catalog is going to be tailored towards that company. But if the bud tender leaves and goes to a different company, it's going to recognize all the courses that it's done. And then when they sign up for that new dispensary, they're able to take all that training. It'll show all the access they've had with the brands that the new dispensary has access to. And they'll be able to, it actually is really beneficial to the brands too, because that recognizes if they sampled that bud tender at a past dispensary or not as well. Yeah. And how how does this relate? It seems somewhat similar to the whole uh, kind of drug and prescribing doctor model where it's like, I, I want to kind of educate and give them information. But at the end of the day, the doctor kind of has to make their determination of what is going to be best for the patient. I mean, how, how do you kind of navigate that with the bud tender of not being, you know, sort of <laughs> too much of an advocate, you know, be educational without being overly promotional. I mean, how, how do you kind of balance that or, or how do you see that dynamic playing out for the bud tender? Yeah, this is a fantastic question. I have, uh, I've always said that cannabis is a pharmaceutical grade product mm-hmm. and we don't require as much education as <laughs> a pharmacist yeah. by, by any means, right? Yeah. So the bud tender has so much weight and influence on the consumer experience with a product and some nuances and issues with the industry is, you know, typically the bud tender is consuming very high potency, you know, THC and, you know, that might not be what the consumer wants. Maybe they want a, a microdose or, or something like that. So being able to give them the information that they need to make quality recommendations is really important. And that's where this brand training is going. I mean, these products are specified for specific consumers in mind. And being able to give them the information as to why this product was curated for this specific audience mm-hmm. empowers the bud tender, even if they're not a direct you know, loyalist to any brand, to be able to sell that to someone that does want that brand. And how, how do, you, do you, I guess, do you provide or how do you provide kind of more general content education 
kind of uh, work versus brand specific or, or brand endorsed content? Yeah, so we've partnered with uh, a company called Onward Content, and they have been generating general education courses for us. So right now we have a suite of six courses that range from, you know, cannabis 101, terpenes, endocannabinoid system, things like that. And it's a, a package that companies can get access to, to just get basic information and upskill those that are new to the industry. Yeah. And how much do you help uh, with kind of product recognition or product recommendation information versus kind of general customer service, customer care, you know, help, helping the bun tenders just be be a good service professional versus, you know, what to, what to know about this particular product and who to who might benefit from it and what the kind of pros and cons are. How do you deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, our core audience is the bud tender. So all uh-huh. of our content is tailored towards them. From a brand perspective, this is the brand building the course, right? So it's not going to have our bias in, in any specific content for mm-hmm. it. It's going to be the exact brand's voice telling why their product is the best on the dispensary shelf, you know, giving all the major selling points. Mm-hmm. And it's up to the bud tender to decide, you know, whose brand are they using? Which brand am I trying? And yep. I think that actually bolsters the industry as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Helps them really make sure that they know their products and from the different categories. Absolutely. The world of kind of cannabis products has uh, increased pretty dramatically. I I always like to joke, if there's a hole or a surface, we'll figure out how to get cannabis in it. You know, how how do you kind of navigate the kind of what products to focus on or, or what products to bring into play on your platform? Give me a sense of kind of form factors and how you're dealing with that. Well, bud tenders are definitely most interested in flower courses. And you definitely see this in the types of content that they're looking towards. You know, you're going to see higher adoption in higher concentrate products because that's what the bud tenders typically consume. Yeah. You know, and topicals might be a little bit more difficult, but we're going to, we're trying to build a platform where it really comes down to the dispensary's inventory. And that's why we've leveraged dispensaries to connect us with the partners that they're working with, the products that they're selling. And that's how we're pushing brands to getting on the platform because dispensaries are asking for their content. And so even though a bud tender isn't using a topical or or whatever the product might be, they're going to have access to that information to become better at their job. So you basically go, so who, I guess, where do you, where do you initiate the sale? Is it with the bud tender and then they get the sort of dispensary on board and then they get the brand on board or how, how does the kind of, how does your flywheel work, right? How, how do you kind of build momentum in this market? Yeah, this was, you know, one of the, the challenges with Learn Brands as we were first getting started and essentially how the model works is we've leveraged our brand and dispensary partners because it's in the best interest of the brand to have all of their retailers on the system and vice versa. It's in the best interest of the retailer to have all their brands on the platform. So we've been creating referral programs with all of these companies to help get more and more clients into the system. So the platform is actually completely free for retailers to use. So there's very little barrier to entry to get them started besides adopting a new system. Mm-hmm. And then they're very interested in you know getting all of the clients that they're selling their products for on Learn Brands. And we've leveraged those relationships relationships to build our catalogs. Got it. So, so once you get the dispensary on, they kind of create the demand that you can then go to the brands and say, hey, look, I've got you know 80 dispensaries that are carrying your product that are interested in content. Let's get something on our platform. Exactly. And so tell me, how do you end up working with a brand? I mean, what is, what is the kind of what's the pitch? What do you do for them? How do you do it? What do they provide? What do you provide? What does that relationship look like? Yeah. I mean, in the early stages, the biggest barrier to entry for the brand was actually the content. You know, it was hard for brands to gather a whole catalog of content of what they 
can use to push this to their to their bud tenders. So yeah. we actually built an agency in house to help brands design this content specifically for education towards the bud tender. So we can take whatever material they have, or if they don't have material, help them create that. And that's step one is building the course. Yeah, no, it's gonna so and and what I mean, what's been your strategy about building these courses? Do you have kind of basic templates or is it really kind of dependent on the brand and what products they have and what message they're kind of deliver? I guess how templated is this versus how kind of custom content creation is this? There is a core template, but the content itself is all custom. So we are hitting the exact brand voice that the brand wants to do, adhering to all their brand guidelines. But the template of the model here is it's gonna start out with the lesson. And that's where the bud tender is going to learn about all the information they need to know about that brand and product. And then it dives into a quiz, the proof that they've retained that information. If they get 100% on the quiz, they're going to move into a reward, which is the incentive for taking the course in the first place. But it also ties into that educational experience where they are able, they are able to try the product that they just learned about. And then the final step of the template here is they're able to give feedback based on their experience with that product directly to the brand. And then that's just rinse and repeat for every single product under that brand name. We're going to take a quick break to hear some words from our sponsors. And now back to our program. And what have you found most kind of helpful for the bud tenders in terms of the content or what kind of content they're getting or like this whole process? What has really impacted the bud tenders the most? Yeah, and this is one of the the ways that Learn Brands differentiates itself from other competitors in the space, and that's that we've built Learn Brands on a university-grade learning management system that was then tailored towards the cannabis industry. So we have content that applies adult learning theory and is actually engaging rather than being death by PowerPoint, you know, (laughs) kind of slides. So in our lessons, you're able to have interactivity, videos, audios, you know, all kinds of things of that nature. So the content is actually engaging. It's rewarding to the bud tender to actually look at it. It's fun. And then really, you're going to see the most engagement with these courses with the rewards that are affiliated with the course. They want something for being in your course and learning about their brand. So those that offer great samples, rewards, whatever it might be, are going to see the highest adoption. Yeah. And, and tell us a little bit about how how you've kind of approached the market, which markets have you been focused on, where do you get your first traction, how have things played out? Give us a little sense of the journey from a kind of go-to-market strategy. Yeah. I mean, it's been such a fun ride seeing how the industry and specifically our partners have grown in the last three years. We've had a front row seat to see the transition of brands and retailers enter into new legal markets and definitely identified a lot of emerging issues that have followed with that. So for example, maintaining brand consistency across state lines is extremely difficult to do. And our clients run into issues such as, you know, different climates affecting their ability to create identical products or varying regulations that require different branding and packaging. So we recognize that education can be one element of a brand that can remain consistent and providing bud tenders across state lines with similar messaging around the brand, we can make huge strides to build brand loyalty and recognition. So we've been really leveraging these newer recreational markets as kind of our strategy and where we're pushing and trying to build our catalogs. Yeah. And what kind of impact have you had for the brands? I mean, what what do you see in terms of you know brands that go through the process and make the investment to create this content, get it into the bunchers' hands through your platform, like what are the results you're generating for the brands? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've always said there's two results that are coming out of this that are the core reasons why brands even sign up with the platform is one is cutting costs. It is extremely expensive to send a sales rep across a state, especially where we're founded here in Colorado. I mean, it's such a big state with so many dispensaries. I mean, it is hard for one rep to touch every single account that they're selling towards and train them, especially with the turnover in this industry. By the time Mm -hmm. they connect with one store, they're going to have a whole new set of bud tenders in a lot of ways. So cutting training costs is step one. And having a more efficient training strategy where you can access in real time, being able to push education to every single person selling your products immediately is very valuable to the brand. And then the increasing sales element. Like I said, bud tenders need to know about these products in order to effectively sell them and they need to try them. And on a bud tender salary, it's very expensive to be able to purchase every single product in their store. So if they're not having an effective way to get samples, they're not going to have sales. So we see sales increase specifically because they're able to learn about a product in real time. You know, the first day that they join a dispensary, they're able to learn about every single product immediately. Then they're able to sample that product and they're going to push those products that are the best for them that they really enjoy. Yeah. And how do you find that the bud tenders are trying to learn everything? Are they focusing, you know, are, are bed tenders kind of specializing in different areas and trying to go deep so that they really know certain product categories or what, what's been your kind of observations around how bud tenders are using the content? That's a really good question too. And, you know, there is too much information out yeah, there exactly. to, you know, for a bud tender to digest everything about a brand. So we always guide our partners to say, what are the key five points. If you were to have a bud tender in a busy sales environment, speak effectively to the brand, what are the three to five things you really want them to know? And then let's beat that into their brain with repetition, with you know quizzing around those main points, with interactivity, showing them to actually engage with those concepts so that they're able to effectively reiterate those points. Do you have an example of like a, a brand or, or you know what those points might be for a brand when you're, when you're speaking to a bud tender and helping them with the sales process? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, looking at gummy brands, are you using gelatin or pectin? You know, is it is it vegan? You know, things like that are going to be a selling point for a certain consumer that's, you know, hey, I'm looking for something low calorie or I don't like sugar or I'm, you know, allergic to to this specific thing. Yeah. They're able to know exactly what products on their shelves are tailored towards that customer. Got it. So the the brands can kind of winnow that the selling points down to what they know about the the market and how their how their brand is going to be different or stick out from the other options. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. is it or- organically grown is another big one, you know? Yeah, sure. In terms of actual usage, like how, how have the numbers played out in terms of how much time bud tenders are spending on this platform? When do they get on the platform? Like how do the logistics and kind of usage levels look? Yeah. So we have just hit over 20,000 users on the platform. And we have facilitated over 70,000 hours of training through these courses. And that's going to vary from brand to brand and what market they are and our presence I'm in sure, that market. Yeah. So yeah, we've, we've facilitated quite a bit of time on site. We have over 200 brand partners on the platform right now and are working with over 1,100 dispensaries. Wow, those are pretty big numbers. And so what markets, what, I guess, which, which states are you in or not in? We are in 15 states. The main markets that we're operating in right now are Colorado, which is where we are founded our flagship state, Michigan, Massachusetts, Oregon, California are kind of our biggest numbers right now. Yeah. And have you seen a shift or I guess, how do you see this playing out in terms of the consumers 
dependency on a bud tender in a retail environment to kind of help navigate the products and figure out what they're going to get versus, you know, somewhat of a rise of, you know, online sales and delivery and, you know, consumers educating themselves. I mean, how do you see this playing out as customers, consumers, patients get more educated, more familiar, have access to their own content? Like what is, how does this model play out for you? Yeah, that's a really good question there too. And I think the bud tender is going to remain as that influencer because they're trying so many more products in this in the sense and they're being around it every single day. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to deliverability, you know, we need to definitely transition into a consumer market and focus on the consumer at one time, but right now the customer experience in any given store is so important and we've seen this in Colorado specifically where, you know, these dispensaries have been established for such a long time that, you know, users are going to know which stores have the best experience, who's giving me the best quality the answers, who's giving me through the, the store in the quickest amount of time, things like that are mm-hmm. what makes dispensaries stand out and successful. And those that are more educated are always going to be the ones at the top of that. So that's why we're really focusing on the, the bud tenor at this time and are definitely looked to transition to the consumer on our roadmap. Yeah. And do you notice anything about the either the bud tenders or the dispensaries that tend to kind of fully embrace your program? In terms of where they're located, what you know, their structure, their strategy. I mean, what what has what has been your kind of best customers uh, from a bud tender and retail point of view, and and what do you notice about them? Yeah, the bud the best customers are those that are using Learn Brands to its fullest capacity, meaning all of our service offerings. So they are going to adopt it where they require all of their staff to sign on the platform and take all the brand training that's offered on the system. They're going to host their own internal training with their own SOPs, onboarding documents, other content of that nature. In some cases, they're going to be doing responsible vendor training through Learn Brands. So they're able to actually get their responsible vendor training certifications on the platform and then go through the general education when they're first getting started. So that is our ideal customer. And what that does is unifies all of the training needs of a company and puts it into one easy to use platform. Got it. And so you 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 house proprietary content content for the dispensary as well. Exactly. Yep. Got so it. this is uh, it is only available to the company, and yeah, essentially they're able to remove users. So even when a bud tender leaves the company, they're able to remove them from all the courses that are accessible to them, and we take security very seriously at the um, with Learn Brands. Yeah. Yeah. And and where does this business model go? I mean, how how do you see this playing out? Are there other kind of extensions that you're looking at? What does the future of the business look like? Yeah, it's it's really being the the platform that houses the information for all of the different brands in the industry. You know, if we are that hub of information, we are just more and more sticky. And the bigger our community grows, the more valuable the platform is, right? The more retailers, the more brands, et cetera. So that's where we're really looking to grow. And as you mentioned earlier, the consumer is going to be the, the next target here. Yeah, makes sense. And what does your organization look like in terms of, you know, the teams, the people that you have in place? I mean, it seems like you've got, you know, a lot of different kind of pieces to the business. How, what, what kind of organization have you been able to build and, and what kind of teams have you put together? Yeah, so we're, uh, we're under 10 employees right now. And what the organization looks like is we have different departments. So we're going to have our customer support team, which is really focused on retail onboarding. And they're going to be helping our core audience, bud tenders, retailers, getting on the system and access to 
content such as general education, responsible vendor training, and help facilitate the development of their internal training. And then we have our brand side, which is our creative and marketing team who is working with our brand and dispense or yeah, brand partners who are building this content. So taking whatever material they have and actually turning it into a course, consulting and guiding that development. And then we have our account managers who are along the ride with these brands, making sure that their courses are getting adoption and they're getting all their accounts signed up on the system and seeing an improved experience along the way. Yeah. And what, what does this look like, you know, if and when we go federally legal? How does it change your business model or, or how does the impact on your clients change the way you're going to service them? Does this impact you or how, how do you see that playing out? Yeah, I mean, I we're really excited for that day. We've been, I think education is definitely one of the talking tracks that's going to help move the industry towards federal recognition. Um, right now, the model is very much based off of state by state, you know, compliance rules and regulations. And we're, we're seeing so many different nuances with brands trying to main, maintain consistency across states. So with federal recognition, it's going to be a big change in our platform, but essentially it's all the core concepts here that education is always a necessity and we need to have proper information towards those that are driving, buying into the market. Yeah. Any big uh, kind of new product releases or milestones you've got coming up in terms of where you're going with the business? Yeah, I think um, some of the biggest milestones will be hitting that 100 hours of 100 hours trained mm-hmm. on the platform. And yeah, just hitting that profitability mark is is right around the corner for us. So we're, we're really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Max, it's been a pleasure. If people want to find out more about you, about Learn Brands, what's the best way to get that information? Yeah, so you can reach out to me directly. My email is max at learnbrands.com or you can visit our website, learnbrands.com and we'll be happy to facilitate a demo and walk you all through the system. Perfect. I'll make sure the links and everything is on the show notes so people can get that information. Max, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate it, Bruce. Have a good one. That's it for this episode of Thinking Outside the Bud. Be sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our future episodes. See you next time. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets, and access other great content, visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.